Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Live the corner of Broadway and Battery. Playing my song. Good to hear it again. Oh, daddy's back. Although I missed on Ray driving the show. I mean, how was that? Ray, you, you can't play dumb about knowing the clock anymore. You ran the whole show while I was gone. Congratulations. What a step for you. Who the hell are you? <laughs> how are you? I'm here. Good to see you. Did you miss me? I don't miss me. So... You have a high bar to clear. I'm going to take that as a yes. Great to see you again, That's honey. That's fine. Yeah, go with that. While I've been gone, there's some interesting stuff to get to, but I don't know if my if my streak of like major breaking news continues here. I mean, I think the the only thing because player performance is really not breaking news. You know, players going to perform every night there's a game. So, what what is the biggest piece of news? Well, we knew that the pitching clock was was coming, and that's debuted in spring. Mixed reviews, interesting stuff going on there. Clay Thompson's been catching fire. Uh, Brock Purdy delaying surgery, Ray, is maybe the biggest qualifier for breaking news while I was gone, and I think that that happened the day that I left. Eh, probably, if you're looking for it's probably LeBron basically being out for the rest of the regular season. Dunzo for the year? They've said they're going to reevaluate in three weeks. And what's in three weeks? Pretty much the end of the season. Yeah. Uh, and that's why the next 48 hours of basketball are probably the highest leverage 48 hours of basketball for the Warriors in their entire season. Have they turned a corner? Well, you know, tonight's one of those show us that you've turned a little bit of a corner before you turn the corner that brings you back to Steph Curry and hopefully soon for them, Ray. Andrew Wiggins, uh, what is going on with Andrew Wiggins? It's to the point where I- I'm not worried about his basketball future as much as I'm officially worried about his family. I mean, something, someone in the house of Wiggins is obviously, it, it ain't normal right now. So I, I hope that everything is okay for uh, whatever is going wrong. It's already kept him away from the team for quite a while, and it appears that indefinite is going to be the you know the number that's attached to this. You don't normally hear an indefinite absence for personal reasons. No, it, it sounds like it's going to last a while. Um, and beyond that, I don't think anybody has anything to speculate on because the Warriors have quite rightly given these circumstances been mum about it because if it's a family reason it's really nobody's business unless the player wants to make it that again my concern isn't curiosity it's it's just like genuine concern i mean andrew wiggins has become a a trusted agent for the golden state warriors they sure could use him but obviously his family needs him right now and that's a, a scary thing by the way another scary thing is flying back from mexico with a screaming one-and-a-half-year-old for four of the six hours. It was a long flight home, Ray. Was it your one-and-a-half-year-old? It was. We are. I'm not saying that we're considering adoption, but, we, I mean, good God. It was, 
It was a long day yesterday. A very long day. That's why they have liquor on the plane, my friend. Yeah, tiny bottles weren't enough. Um, it was it was it was a long day. Uh, you were spared my reaction on Monday for Indiana beating Purdue and West Lafayette, so you all didn't have to suffer through that. I was dancing on a beach wearing candy stripes in Mexico the night that that happened. And look, all I can tell you is that wearing candy striped pants, other than being in Bloomington or at a fish show, probably looks weird. No one even looked at me twice. No, it just didn't even ping on anybody's radar. Candy stripes are normal. Um, let's see what else happened. Gavin Lux tore his ACL. He was lucky that was all it was. I'd be worried. If I don't know if the you Dodgers. saw. I don't know if you saw the injury. I did not. Uh, basically, his knee went about three different ways at once. Okay, so the don't... fact that it's only an ACL is surprising to me because I would have thought that he would have he would have three banged the whole thing and gotten all three of them. It's a shame that a young, promising career has to now. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if we say begins like this, but he's at the beginning, the dawn of his career, and uh, I would feel bad for him if he weren't a Dodger. <laughs> uh, all I can tell you is I would feel bad for the Dodgers, but I'm sure they have like five guys in their farm system who are already better than Gavin Lux. So, you know, don't worry about them. Aaron Rodgers Ray emerges from his dark room, sees his shadow and promises to be annoying for six more weeks. Good for all of us. I think we could have predicted that, though. Yeah. I mean, that, that it, unless he never came out of the box, he was going to be annoying again. He has the gift. Let's see. What else happened? What else happened? Uh, are you ready to go a little hockey? I'm here if you are. Patrick Kane, who is absolutely in the team photo for greatest Blackhawks player ever, gets traded to the New York Rangers from the West Coast. We got Jonathan Quick, won two cups in the pipes for the Kings. He gets traded. Uh, these are major players on the move. Timo Meyer got moved by the Sharks. Get out of here. No. Okay, I will go out of here. See you later. No, but Sarah, there, there, there are things happening. Uh, no, tomorrow's the trade deadline. Hockey is so. about to matter again. College basketball is going to matter again. Conference tournaments have already started. As I said, we have nothing short of some of the biggest basketball coming the way of the Warriors in the next 48 hours. And really, if you want to stretch it, and this isn't me trying to sell you something that's not there. This is not me creating an illusion of urgency for the dynasty, March is about one of the biggest months this dynasty has ever faced. The Warriors have in front of them a game, a, a, a slate of games in the month of March. Eight in particular coming up, their next eight on the schedule, that are about as important and star-powered and, like I was saying earlier, high-leverage poker for the Golden State Warriors beginning tonight. It's the back-to-back -back of the year until we get to the next back-to-back -to -back, and there are at least one or two more coming, I think. Clippers in New Orleans. I mean, this is a dead heat with the Clippers right now for the five seed, and tonight's mission is simple, Ray. Keep the five seed. That's the mission for the Golden State Warriors tonight. Hook or crook, win the game, keep the five seed. Don't go backwards. Well, more, more important than that, though, and I'm not trying to be the annoying contradictory Oh, no, here guy. we are. No, no, no. You did miss me. It is more important that they maintain what they've done the last two games specifically, but the last three games in general, which is defend. Yeah. Because that's the way they're going to be able to hold the five seat. Keep if cooking Clay Thompson as even well. Even if they win 135-134, that's a backslide. They've got it. They have to become until Stephen Curry is back and fully, you know, back in operational mode. They've got to be able to shut teams down, which they haven't done most of the year. So that, to me, that's more compelling almost than the win because they're going to be in this mess till the end of the year. Because I don't know that anybody's going to pull out of this out of this group. Well, I agree with you conceptually. Having said all that, if the Warriors want to go ahead and win 176-175 tonight, they would prefer that That's a over cliche. a well-defended loss. You know what I mean? Like I, They need wins. Here it is. Welcome to March. You need to win. Every other detail is irrelevant.
it's it's winning time. It is put it together and win because if the Warriors are going to do anything that even resembles an attempt to defend this championship, I really believe missing the play-in tournament. Qualifying in the Western Conference top six is part and parcel to getting to where they want to be. I know that you talked to Steve Kerr yesterday. By the way, thanks to Whitey, thanks to Larry Kruger, thanks to Alan Stiles for filling in for yours truly. While I was out on a little vacation, we will dip back into some of that sound that you guys got out of Steve Kerr. And it really is. This is the back-to-back of the year to date, as big of a 48 hours as the Warriors can possibly have in any 48-hour clip. And guess what? The Clippers, speaking of the clip, are 0-3 since inserting Russell Westbrook into their starting five. He is one of the most talented team malignant presences the NBA's ever seen. Like, it's, it's, it is very, is he the best Worst player or the worst best player? I I don't even know what he is at this point. I'm not really sure why the Clippers did it. I'm not sure why Ty Lue thought to to himself, yeah, we're going to start him. But he has taken that team out of rhythm. Well, I I don't know if he's taken them out of rhythm. Because two of those three losses were in overtime. And one was the 176-175 game in which you couldn't really blame him. I mean, they, they didn't lose because Russell Westbrook was there. Um... I think the only game where he's been noticeably not good was probably the Minnesota game. But the Denver game, you know, that was a tough one. And I don't think he was, you know, specifically malignant there. But the Minnesota game did stand out. So, you know, them being 0-3, I guess I'm not surprised because, you know, Sacramento is a bear now. And you were on that before anybody, so... And light, then the Denver the game, and, and then the, the Denver game, you know, was at Denver, and they played their ass off. So they're zero three, but it's not a terrible zero three. Yet there they are, tied with the Warriors for the five, and that game goes down tonight. This is a big, big game. The rest of the games, we're going to be breaking down the Warriors. Like, so we we started the countdown of important games. Several games ago, like tracking the last 35 games of the year. Where are they in that record? These are the final 20 games of the year. And their next eight-game stretch is a monster that gets them halfway through March. And then the second half of the schedule in March. And we don't want to not be in the moment. So we're not going to look too far ahead. But March is a monster for the Golden State Warriors. We got an awful lot to get into. We got spring training underway. We got one of the biggest rule changes in sports history. We got Alex Cobb saying thumbs down with really the rest of the baseball world saying thumbs up on this pitch clock. And we had a lot to get into today. We have one guest scheduled to join us, Law Murray, who is a beat writer for the Clippers. He's going to join us out there at 445. And it's good to have you here with us today. It's Damon and Ratto reunited and it feels so good. We're brought to you by 5-Hour Energy. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got 
you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Now back to Damon and Ratto on 95.7 The Game. Oh, and what do you know? You actually get the both of us for the first time. And oof. would you have to survive eight shows without me, right? Eight shows. Fortunately, I had my heroin shipment delivered before you left. Oh, good. Good. Good for everyone. Yep. Worked for me. Good for everyone. Damon and Rada, we're streaming live on YouTube. You can go to YouTube.com right now, slash 957 The Game. You can watch us live. You can see Ray's uh, sweater, which has been dubbed Cosby Sweater by some people who have been very nice welcoming us back here on the Otis Bird the Third text line. A lot of very nice welcome backs, Damon. Hopes it was a good vacation. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It is good to be back. I do miss you all. By the time uh, vacation usually ends. And that means, you you know, you have a good job. You want to get back to it. I'm very, very lucky. Let's see. Everyone is being very nice, except for Leslie Schrader, who says, go back on vacate, Damon, permanently. Well, I'm going to tell you something, Leslie, you probably heard probably a lot of times in your life. Shut up, Leslie. That's, that's like one of the ultimate shut up names. Just shut up, Leslie. Is there a name easier to dismiss in the English language than Leslie? Shut up. Oh, there are plenty of names that are easier but that's to as dismissible as, as a name can be. They're all dismissible be. if you say shut up correctly. <laughs> but why you would read that is beyond me. Just, hey, just gloss over it. Just trying to go ahead and get back into the rhythm. Rhythm of the show. Love okay. the audience, hate the audience, love the audience, hate the audience, love the co-host, hate the co-host, love the co love the See, producers, hate the producers, love it all, love it all, hate it all. It's the yin and yang of sports talk radio. So you'd you'd save a lot of time if you got rid of the love part. Just no, but then then we'd be one note. And you can never be a good guitar player plucking one note. Depends on how well you sustain. Well, Ozzy, he sustained crying for the course of See? about four hours of a six hour That's trip. No pro. one will ever forget him. Did he maintain the key? Oh. Like, I mean, it, Ray, it was sonic. It was sonic in its delivery. Good. We made no he's friends. A pro. No friends were made on the flight home. Well, anybody who complains about a one and a half year old crying has to ask themselves a question. What parent would do that deliberately? Uh, thank you. You know, I just shut. Yeah. Speaking of shut up, you got to complain about a kid who doesn't like to fly. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, it's it was something else. It was it was a long, long trip home. But we're home, baby, and I'll tell you, you know you, you know, like I said, you know you got a good job when you when you actually start missing it on a vacation. And you know you live in a hell of a town when you officially are like thrilled to get back from vacation just so you can be back in the bay. It's good to be back. It's my favorite time of the year. March is officially here, baby. Send it in, Jerome! NCAA tournament not too far away and would you like may I offer you something that the NBA's regular season has lacked all year long to date consequences there have been no regular season consequences really for anybody yet well welcome to regular season consequences because that's what is waiting for the Warriors not only in the remaining 20 games, 
But in what they've got here in just the back-to-back against the Clippers, they're in a dead heat for the five-seed four. And then you got a friskier than you thought they'd be without Zion, New Orleans Pelicans team. And that is the least amount of star power that the Warriors are going to see in their next eight games. Ray, would you like regular season consequences and star power because of what the Warriors have in their next eight games? It's, I don't want to get overly dramatic and say it's the entire year, but this is a massive fork in the road. A massive fork in the road for the Golden State Warriors in their eight-game stretch because in this eight-game stretch, they hope to see Steph Curry reemerge. They would love to see, obviously, Andrew Wiggins rejoin the party. Um, It's the Clippers, Pelicans at the Lakers at Oklahoma City, which is their only road win since the month of January. Then they're at the Grizzlies, who will officially be out for blood. Milwaukee's got the best winning percentage in the NBA. Then it's Phoenix. And by the way, Kevin Durant made his son's debut last night. We'll get into that in just a second. Then it's back to the Clippers, but down in Los Angeles. It's a big slate of games coming up. Well, it's also the prelude to a five-game road trip, which could undo everything. Because as we've said over and over again, they don't do well away from home. And I think whatever they can do now to cushion themselves in case they're still not over that would be handy for them. I want to live in the moment. I want to keep the show in the moment. Okay. But there's still a five-game road trip sitting on their chest. No doubt about it. That's why March matters. Because okay. and, it, and it matters for more teams than usual. Well, sure because does. like I said, 4 through 13... Every one of those games is something the Warrior fans should be paying attention to, not just the Warriors. We have out-of-town scoreboard watching all over the NBA if you're a Warriors fan. When you're talking about the teams you have to keep the most amount of eye on, I mean, it would be the Clippers and Pelicans, like, right there are in that grouping. The Lakers, obviously, in that grouping. Uh, All these teams are up on the schedule coming soon. The Grizzlies, the Suns. I mean, this is all so bunched up. Right now, the four-seed... And the 10 seed are separated by three games. That's it. That's it. So this is high leverage basketball everywhere you look. And if you don't get it done in March, if you're unable to build the cushion that, like you said, Ray, could come undone in a five-game road trip, if you're unable to start finding any degree of success on the road, you're going to put yourself in a position you don't want to be in because you got the month of March to get right. And then April gives you only four games to play and three of them are on the road. So is that a scenario where you just like, oh, yeah, there's no doubt about it. Like, that's going to be easy. Any game on the road, I don't care who it's against for the Warriors, is a slog. So you got to get right now because April won't be waiting around to catch you. No, they are like nine other teams. They've run out of margin of error. And it's no more complicated than that. They're probably, you know, of the games they have left, and it's, what, 20? You know, if they're 11 and 9, they probably did okay. Because I don't know of anybody with the possible exception of Phoenix that is in a position to start pulling away. And that's only because of Durant. Um, I still think Phoenix has some adjusting to do, figuring out who gets the ball and when and in what spots. I mean, they, there's some adjusting they have to do. But I think at some point, once Durant figures out what he needs to figure out and Booker and Paul and Aiden figure it out around him, they're, they're the likely four. Look, they might even be a three. They might catch Sacramento. They're three back now. You have um, four guys who are a handful. Beyond that, Phoenix is going to start losing a concept of depth at some point here. They're not the deepest team. But last night with Durant making his debut, they got a 105-91 win over the Hornets. Durant, 23 points, 6 rebounds, 2 assists. And this is his not only first game with Phoenix, but it's his first game of any kind since January 9th. I mean, he comes off the table. He is as rusty as he can be. I believe only had two like real full contact practices with the Suns before he goes out and 
doesn't lead them to victory. I guess the guy who scored 37 is the one doing that. But that's what makes the Suns officially scary, right? They don't have depth. But what they will have is about a devastating 1-2 scoring punch, as you can find, in Durant and Devin Booker. And then, as you were saying, they got to figure it out, right? How does it all fit? Well, who better to figure out how it all fits than a first ballot Hall of Fame, one of the greatest point guards of all time, which Chris Paul, as annoying as he is, is all of those things as well. And if you offered Chris Paul at this point in his career, like, hey, dude, all you got to do is run the show. All you get, you're, The only thing you're responsible for is which blazing hot teammate to get the ball to, Booker or Durant. He'd take that deal right now. And then you got Aiton just grabbing rebounds. It's all DeAndre Aiton, you play at the rim. Kevin, you don't have to be the five. Devin, you and Kevin Durant are basically oscillating shots down the field. And the guy who will be choosing who shoots next is one of the wisest, craftiest, veteran SOB point guards the league has ever seen. And while it is Charlotte, last night's box score sort of explained that. Durant played less than 27 minutes, still had 23 Paul shot only eight times, but had 11 assists. Um, and Aiton, you know, almost fouled out, but he had 16 rebounds in 33 minutes. So that's basically how they're going to do this because, as you said, they are profoundly undeep. So they just have to keep those guys healthy. Yeah, they're top heavy. They are top shelf liquor. Right now, the Warriors, they're trying to get out of the well. We know that they've got talent. We know that they can basically sit around and play the weekend score with anybody in this league game. The question is, what will they do defensively? Bob Myers was on the executive show yesterday. It was JD and Guru who were in on the Steiny and Guru time slot. And uh, here's what Bob Myers had to say about this team feeling like they have turned a corner without even two of their most important pieces back in the room yet. Man, I hope so, because I feel like we've been in this place a few times this year and Lucy kind of pulled the football. So I, I, I got caught up in times where I thought, this is the time. We're going to go on a... There was a moment when we lost to that, I think, Brooklyn team. I thought, even though we lost to Boston, when we went to Cleveland and won that night after losing to Boston in overtime, I thought that was going to be the beginning of something. Because even though we lost that Boston game, we, we played well, and we should have won that game and it was a, a symbol I thought of what we could be and then we kicked that Brooklyn game I mean obviously they took it but I've had moments where I've thought we were turning that um, and this is another one so I do think at some point we got to sustain something so he's right and I want to go back to the first moment where we thought like here is the first official turn the corner moment and that's when we started Keeping track of the final 35 games of the year, which started ticking. That clock started ticking, Ray, with a win over Memphis, January 25th, 122-120 at Chase Center. It felt dramatic. It felt like a statement. It felt like a win over an up-and-coming, scrappy Memphis team that was playing the Warriors as hard as they were going to play anybody because... You know, we can throw out the records when these two teams play. They don't like each other, and that's officially where it is. And we said that they needed to be great in their final remaining 18 home games, and in their 17 remaining road games, they had to at least be somewhat representative. Well, they played nine of those 18 remaining home games, and they're 8-1. and one. We said they needed to go at least 14-4 and four at home. There's 17 road games. We said they got to go at least 5 and 12. Well, they're 1 and 6 out on the road with their only win coming in Oklahoma City since we have started tracking the final 35 games of the year. The Warriors basically, it remains what we said. They kind of have to win out sort of at home or they need to do something on the road that they have not done all year. And they're going to have a big East Coast five game stretch, which, by the way, is brutal. It's like seven games and. It's seven games in four days at one point. Right? Yeah, they have a couple of doubleheaders. In yeah, they really do. Um, they got to go 19 and 16 in their final 35 to get to 42 and 40 on the year. And as we brought up with Steve, which he did not like me bringing up the last time I, I told it to him in our my last conversation with Steve. I heard you had a much nicer conversation with Steve than my last conversation with Steve. He likes Whitey. 
Who doesn't? Um, to tie the 1978 Washington Bullets for the worst NBA regular season record to ever produce an NBA championship, the bottom line, the 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 the, the least of admission is 44 games. The Warriors need to close 21 and 14 in their final 35 games to reach the bare minimum entrance an NBA champion has ever allowed. And so if you think the Warriors are good enough to not only be playing against NBA history and their opponents, then I guess it doesn't matter. Just get into the playoffs, you get in as the 10 seed and start winning it all because you flip a switch. I don't think that's the way it's going to work this year. Can the Warriors win a championship? I guess so. They have more house credit built than any team I've ever covered. You can't count them out until they actually get eliminated. But man, it is, whatever you got, Golden State Warriors, you got to show it in the month of March. Here it is. There is, like you said, they're all out of tarmac. It's either time this plane flies or crashes at the end of the runway before it even gets off. Yeah, and it's because it's true for nine other teams, I think you're going to see a lot of we're fifth one day and we're ninth the next with all these teams. I don't think you can look at anybody and say, yeah, I know where they're going to end up. No. I mean, really, there's Denver, then there's Memphis. And at the other end, it's San Antonio and Houston. Everything in the middle is very much in play for everybody, not just for Golden State. And the only team that I would say is probably in deep trouble, other than the Spurs and Rockets, are the Lakers. Without LeBron James for at least three weeks, and probably more, I don't know how they win. I mean, just, we've seen... It's going to take a lot of Jared Vanderbilt. Yeah, they're going to take about four Jared Vanderbilts. Um, I think they are, they are more dependent on him than the Warriors are on Curry. And that's true because without Curry this year, the Warriors are 12-12. and 12. So, like I said, if they defend then it means they're going to be okay. That will be the litmus test for me because they can't continue to give up 125 and 126 and hope to get 127 or 128. It's a loser's game for them. They have to be they have to be as good a defensive team as they were last year when they only averaged giving up 103. You brought up the 12 and 12 record yesterday with Steve when you and Whitey talked to him and here's what Steve had to say. It tells me that that our guys have been fighting like crazy and that they deserve a lot of credit. I know it's been a season where there's been uh, you know, plenty of criticism, lots of it justified, but I think it's important to see how guys have responded to the adversity, too. And uh, we've had a lot of guys who have really stepped up and, and played big minutes for us and played well. You know, uh, last night, yet again, another great Dante DiVincenzo performance and, you know, Lamb and Kaminga and, and uh, Ty Jerome all coming off the bench and playing well and, we're getting, you know, a great version of Clay Thompson. Uh, I think this is the best he's looked in the in the year and a half now since he returned or whatever it is, 14 months. So we're with a lot of really positive signs, and, and the guys are, are hanging tough. We're 12 and 12 without Steph, and, and also Wiggs for, I would think, the majority of those 24 games. So it's exciting to see them do it. I mean, let's say a few things about what Steve just copped to. Number one, a lot of the criticism is founded. He said that. Like, he he said, a lot of the criticism that has been put at my feet or on our mantle is not just, you know, unreasonable fans shaking fist at clouds screaming in the air. I mean, if you want to criticize this team defensively, you've been spot on. And Steve has been one of the biggest critiques of this team's lack of defense so far this year. So he's on board with the reality check that a lot of people have been screaming about. He's also right when saying, you know, how many NBA teams really could play 500 ball when they're down, you know, one and a half of their best players? It feels like that's a good way to bill Steph Curry and Wiggins missing so much time. I think you'd probably say it's two of their best players. Sure. I mean, it's, it's it, Wiggins has been too important, even though his year has not been up to last year's standard. He still I mean, flashes in moments where he's... He flashes open. in moments and the fact that he is steady and reliable on a team that is neither. 
it adds value for sure. Bob Myers was asked yesterday if there was like a chance Andrew Wiggins doesn't return to the team. I don't think so. Look, I don't want to speak um, on his personal life, and I know you don't either. I know you're not asking that. I don't think that's what anybody is is planning for. But but we'll leave that in his own place. But but as far as to answer your question the best I can, that's not the expectation. I think what you're asking is could he remain out for a long, long time. I don't think that's happening, but I'm going to leave that alone. And hopefully when he gets back, whatever words he would like to say on it, which I don't think will be much because it's his private life, he will do. But, but you know, I, I understand in your business you have to ask these questions and it's your job. But, but, I, but I also got to respect, and I think you're saying the same thing, the privacy of what he's going through. And it's a lot. I mean, it's, it's a lot. How do, you, how do you walk on that balance beam? It's tough. I mean, he has already been away from the team longer than most people who are allowed to leave a team for personal reasons need. Normal, I mean, I, I, again, I don't want to speculate. I don't. But normally personal reasons means there was a death in the family or there's a sick someone. And th- this, is, this is personal stuff. Andrew Wiggins plays it all close to the vest as it is. I mean, he he is not putting his business out on Front Street really for anyone at any time. It's not it's not his personality. He's a quiet, reserved guy. This team needs him. This team needs him. So the question needs to be asked. The respect needs to be paid. The privacy needs to be honored. But this is a very important piece that is missing from the puzzle in the most important month of any puzzle construction the Warriors will be facing. So it is, it, it, it's, it's as big of a question to be asked in sports right now. Where is Andrew Wiggins? How quickly can he rejoin? We have a little clarity for the first time on Steph Curry, where it really sounds, Ray, that the back-to-back that the Warriors are starting tonight and finishing tomorrow against New Orleans are among the last couple of games Steph Curry's going to miss. It sounds like his return is imminent. I'd go with that, except that they are so conservative medically that I could easily see this stretch out a few more games after that because they want to make sure. Well, they, they do keep buying t- themselves some wins. You know? Well, they do, they do tend, especially with somebody like Curry, who's missed chunks of time the last several years, to be maybe even more conservative than than he would like them to be they're always they're always willing to lean in and go yeah you seem ready and you look ready but we're not convinced you're ready relax we'll tell you when you're ready and he may not like it but i think if you think it's two games you're probably safer betting on four and if it's four games you're probably better better off betting on six. There's a lot of history on your side. Having said all that, I just saw some video on the 95-7 the game, you know, social media accounts of Steph putting up shots in a basically empty gym. It looked an awful lot like Steph Curry putting up shots in an empty gym. I mean, he was moving well, landing it all looked like his leg was not bothering him at all. So, cross your fingers and hope that his return is is really eminent. You know, it's 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 what they're counting on, it's what they're hoping for. And will they rush him? Absolutely not. He's the whole damn franchise. But I'll tell you, you know, Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson is having a stretch of basketball that makes everyone feel a little bit better. Not just about the Warriors' chances this year, but Clay's chances to reemerge as the Clay Thompson that you remembered. And he just put up a scoring month in February that's among the best months of scoring he's ever had. And in his last three games alone, he he's combined to score what well, I mean the number is ninety something points. I wrote it down here and of course my ninety six points over his last three games. That's cooking Clay Thompson. Keep that up. And again, Steph Curry reemerging. Hopefully Wiggins soon, re-emerging. That makes the Warriors better. And then the cherry on top, and you hope maybe you get this before the playoffs would actually begin, are a few games to go out and run with GP2. You know, you never forget how to ride a bike, you hope. But getting a couple of regular season games for him, 
you know, now we're now now we're just we're deep into the wish list of what you'd like to see before the playoffs start. Curry back, Wiggins back, GP two reemerges. It's a fascinating moment, a fascinating moment for this team, and what it could mean to actually be in the Western Conference Finals again. I mean, it would just be it would be insane if they were actually able to do that, and then what that would set up. I mean, we got some legacy-defining moments right around the corner for this franchise. And then the ripple effect could be massive one way or the other. Like, it all stays together or it all might to start fall apart. Law Murray, who is one of the best Clippers beat writers out there, joins us in about an hour from now when we come on back. Are you believing? The Warriors about to turn it on and get it done and give us a march to remember? Or do you think the run is about to end? 888-957-9570. Where is your heart on the Golden State Warriors? Ray has no heart. He certainly brings one uh, into the studio because he's a living, sentient being. But he, he will not be gushing for the Warriors one way or the other. Which way is your heart gushing for the Warriors? It's about to happen? Or no, you don't think it is about to happen? 888-957-9570. So much to get into. We got a little baseball, a pitch clock. Oh, yeah. Lots of things are changing. It's good to be back. Damon and Ratto here on 95.7 The Game. And remember, Warriors Live starts tonight at 6 o'clock. It's a huge back-to-back. In the meantime, we're brought to you by Fremont Bank. Full-service banking, no compromises. Back to Damon and Ratto on 95.7 The Game. Oh, and it's actually the two of us for the first time in a long time. It's good to be back with you. It truly is. Thank you so much for tuning in. Warriors Live is starting at 6 o'clock tonight. Clippers in town tonight. Pelicans in town tomorrow. It is a big back-to-back coming up on 95.7 The Game. Uh, Warriors Live is brought to you by Xfinity. Supercharge your home with supersonic Wi-Fi. Unbeatable internet only from Xfinity. Somebody here says, you know, it's obvious the Warriors' legacy has already been defined. It's hard enough to make a championship, let alone, you know, keep winning it. And the very difficult back-to-back, there's no shame if the Warriors don't win the championship this year. Well, absolutely. I mean, there, there is no shame. But the reward, if they did... I mean, you can't say, look at it this way. Everything we know about this team now has been defined. If they are to add even another banner, another ring, what it means for all involved is massive. There's no way you can say, well, you know, there's nothing left to see here. And whether they win more or not from here on out, it doesn't matter. No, that's, that's not how sports works. The more you win, the more you matter historically than other teams. I mean, I don't think that that takes an awful lot of explaining, should it, Ray? No, it, this is but this is not about legacy. Their legacies built. This is about how much polish you want to put on it, and more importantly, they just want to win again. You know, it's it it's probably not even about history for them. They liked the feeling last year, and they would like to see how close they can come to feeling it again. There are a few things as high as a parade. Just ask the Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, they were drunk for all of it, which is about as high as you can be. But that's really what this is. This is about their competitors. They've won before. They want to win again. And the history will take care of itself. So it's not really... you know. Outside, sure, if you want to make this a legacy thing, fine. But it isn't really. It's They're in the middle of something that they think they can win, and they would like to see how well they can do against the standard that, they're the, that they set themselves. If you're a poker player, you want to win as many poker hands as possible. Yeah, you'd like to bust the table in about five hands if you can. The Warriors spent much of the early run-up to this dynasty winning with pocket aces and they didn't even need the flop the river the nothing like they were just omnipotent they were that much better than everyone else and ironically in the year where they were 73 games better than the league has ever been 
they lose. So it, sports are cruel. When it looks like something's about to happen and then doesn't happen. Last year, it looked like they weren't about to win a championship, and then it did happen. And it, it was legacy-defining. Their first title in the post-Kevin Durant era, which somebody here also said, you know what you need in the first round? You need Warriors and Suns in the first round. I actually, I see it the other way. Wherever the Warriors end up, I hope they're on the opposite side of the bracket from the Phoenix Suns. Because, Ray, could you even imagine? And again, we want to live in the moment here. But just follow me into basketball nirvana for a minute here. Could you even imagine if it was Warriors versus Suns in the Western Conference Finals? I mean, the storylines that most morning shows, most TV shows have to make up wouldn't need to even be fluffed with imagination. It would be that big of a setup. It would be that big of a preamble going into it. I mean, it would be as large of a turn in the road of a legacy series games as you have in recent NBA history. It's one of the all-time forks in the road. You'd either have Steph, Clay, Draymond all playing for a fifth NBA title and back-to-back championships post-Kevin Durant. Kerr would have a shot to win, you know, to join the five-timer club as a coach. He's already in the five-timer club as a, as a player. If you have 10 NBA championship rings, you're Bill Russell. I mean, that's insane. It's insane. What is still out there for this team? And again, if you really want to get bonkers, really want to get bonkers, you want to get nuts? Well, you can't get to a sixth title without a fifth. And six titles for any one player or group of three guys playing together is Jordan-esque. You're the modern Chicago Bulls. You are unapproachable in criticism You stack up well historically against the entire history the league has ever, ever delivered. It's one of the biggest numbers in the NBA. Six championships. And again, you got to get to five before you get to six. But that's yeah, this is not living in the moment. No, it's not. But when you see what is on the line here, when you see how important this all starts to get, I mean, four rings has delivered this team to history. Five pushes you even further. You get to six. Well, that's it. All your critics can forever just kiss your rear end forever. Anyone who wants to say what you aren't is wrong forever. I don't think Jordan's Bulls were very good. Okay, shut up. You're wrong forever. You know, it doesn't matter what you think at that point. But that's true of the Warriors now. It is, but it only becomes more true. In a world that is constantly saying, what have you done for me lately? In a world that is looking to move past any degree of, you know, Tom Brady, we can't wait to get rid of him. We've seen him win too much. We want the next. To sustain excellence in modern sports, it's harder to do in this era than in any other era in the history of sports. Except in the NBA where it's still, uh, it's a sport for dynasts. I mean, it's always been, you know, there have been teams that have dominated decades. Right. And that goes back to the 50s. Right, you got two teams that have won a third of the championships, basically. Yeah, but I mean, it's just, but it's the one exception to that. It's hard to repeat in the NFL. It's even harder to repeat in the NHL. Baseball, you know, the Yankees of the, of the old days are gone. But the NBA is the one place where you can win and win again and keep winning if you're good enough. That said, the Warriors have already cleared that bar, and anybody who feels differently is well they're they're wrong the only question right now is what are you doing about right now and the the whole idea that this is about their legacy frankly you know if you want to start thinking about five and six go ahead but they've already established who they are of course all they're they're doing now is repainting the room right but if you're clay thompson you're also saying Look at my ring drawer, and I'm not cracking the top 75 list? Well, then someone's got my legacy wrong. So you need to see more? Okay, yeah, so B's, here comes more. And he will, well, and in 25 years, when they make it the top 100 list, he'll be on it. Guaranteed. There's no doubt. So let's take the ripple effect of what a championship could mean this year. We'll just start with Draymond Green. Draymond Green is not only looking 
at that point, I think to exercise his player option to stay, the Warriors are exercising all negotiations to extend him. You can't walk away from a guy who's just won a fifth championship. The Bob Myers situation. Where does this Bob Myers situation go? By the way, this was the very first show months ago to start talking about this. Like, there's something going on here. The fact that something hasn't been agreed to already means there is indeed something going on in the world of keeping this all together. The chances of the Warriors staying together or being pulled apart increase or decrease greatly in the next 30 days. Welcome to the month of March. It's as big a month as this team has faced in the Steve Kerr era. It truly is. It truly is. Does it all keep going? Does it all stay together? Can Steve keep it taped together with scotch tape, duct tape, crazy glue, however this needs to be kept together? Or does it begin to fall apart? Here it is. Like this is a, this is one of those moment in times that I think is a fork in the road. Well, every game at this point, because of the situation they've put themselves in and the teams around them put themselves in, every game is its own set of silverware. I mean, because every game they play is part of a much bigger tapestry. The the sheer chaotic joy of having ten teams fighting for basically eight spots is going to be hilarious. You know, strap in. Here's where here's where the fun comes. I, I mean, they're just when you have to look not just at what your team did, but what everybody else did. How does it get better? More teams in the merrier. Did you feel that way when the expanded playoffs were presented? Because I know I didn't. No, I didn't either. But this is more than just the expanded playoffs. This is this is not about teams fighting for seven through ten. It's about teams fighting for four through thirteen. I mean, that's how conv- how compressed this is. I mean, we had Amin El Hassan on earlier in the week. He said he's never seen anything like it, and he's been in the league for forever. You know, this is one of the rarest, you know. Top to be up, top to bottom standings, not just in Western Conference history or even NBA history, in sports history, you don't have this many teams involved in something this late. Usually, teams start dropping off by now, and the only two teams that have been dropped have dropped off are teams that were trying to lose from the start. When you were driving the show, how did you toss to the top of the hour station identification? How did you toss to yourself? Um, two hours to getting out of here. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.